Would you say that you have a type A personality? If you do, then today's guest is one you are going to enjoy. But if you don't have a type A personality, especially if you're exactly the opposite of that, then today's guest is really for you. We're going to be chatting with Nicole Lynn of Decluttered Spaces. She is on a mission to help individuals and businesses clean up their act and get organized. Nicole Lynn, welcome to the Frisco Podcast. Good to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. We're very excited because I personally have a rather type A personality. I am a big fan of being organized and and keeping my stuff together, as it were. And you were an expert in that area. So I'm excited to see if I maybe I'll learn a few new things from you as well today. Fantastic. To kick things off, why don't you tell tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what got you to start Decluttered Spaces. Oh, wow. So those of my friends who know me will say that I was just naturally born with this sickness of needing to be organized. Um, I used to work in a furniture store and my coworkers would literally move things out of place just a little bit to see how long it took me to put them back the way they were supposed to be. It took me a little bit to figure out what they were doing to me. And once I figured it out, I stopped. Um, I had to ruin their fun for them. But I first really figured out that I was had the ability to be organized. When I was in my early 20s, I nannied. And when I would nanny, I would straighten all the kids' spaces that I had to work with. Because it just made sense to me. If I was going to work in those spaces, I needed them to function for me. So I could be more efficient at my job. And then the other moms would come over for play dates. And then they'd be like, who organized, you know, the toy room? Who, who organized the kitchen? And that sort of stuff. And I started going to their houses to help them get organized. And I primarily worked in kids' spaces in kitchens and closets, kids' closets. And I did that, like, the whole time I nannied. I would do that on the nights and the weekends. And... Everyone always said you should do it as full-time, and I was young. I had no idea about owning a business, but I kept doing it for everyone that I knew, and then fast forward oh, 10, 12 years, I started Decluttered Spaces on my own um, and doing it full-time. All right, very good. So how long have you had Decluttered Spaces up and running now? Since 2013. When you are reaching out to somebody to help them get organized, somebody who knows they need it, let's start there. Is there a a process that you go through? Is there homework they have up front? What does it look like if I call you up and say, okay, you know, my XYZ, my office, my home, whatever, it's a wreck. I need help. Right. Where do you begin that process with people? Because that's got to be a little overwhelming sometimes. So first, I'll talk to them a little bit on the phone and just make sure they're ready to be organized. Because sometimes you could talk to someone and you, or or I'll meet them networking and they'll tell me about the problem, but I can kind of tell they're not quite there yet or quite ready to deal with it. And once I figure out if they're ready to deal with it, their homework is one, to leave the space as it is. Like whatever the space may be, whether it's the laundry room, a kitchen, closet, it doesn't matter. But I need them to leave it alone. I need them to, you know, don't clean before the maid c- 
comes type of thing. Because I need to see where everything falls naturally and how it kind of ends up naturally in their, you know, disorganization. And then I always want them to write down what is actually working for them because I don't want to change something that's already working. And then if they think about it, you know, what they absolutely hate, but it's a lot of questions the way I organize, because I don't think everyone is organized the same, like kitchens, you know, A, B, and C, they might be organized completely different. It's all based on the person that's using that space. And so I will ask a lot of questions, like at the end of the day, how do you need this to function? What's working? What's not working? What do we need to improve? Where are you getting the hangups? Um, you know, what's left over that we that's not fitting into the space, that sort of thing. It's so it's really a, a lot of questions. I get the sense that this job is probably part being an organizer, but it feels like it's also part being a bit of a counselor for people too. Is that that's not too yes. far off, is it? That's a fair assessment. And and sometimes people need and this sounds weird, but they need permission to use their space the way it works best for them. I think sometimes some people grew up with things being organized a certain way or they were married and it was always organized this way or now they're introducing kids to their world and everything that they knew has completely changed. And so sometimes it's just talking it through with them and saying, hey, you know what, it's okay. You need to use your space the way it's going to function best for you. Or maybe they need to temporarily turn their dining room into a home office until, you know, they grow their business big enough that they can move out of the house, things like that. Okay. That's a good segue into the business side of this, because from our previous conversations, I know you don't just help people with organizing their homes, but you will help them get their businesses organized too. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about some of the the types of things that you can help business owners with and in particular, smaller business owners, because that's a big part of the audience that we're speaking to right now. Yes. I love working with a small business owner, especially ones who left a big corporate and now they're following their dreams, whether it's the dreams of owning their own business or it's just their dreams of being a high level salesperson. But all of that structure has kind of been taken away from them in the sense that they just don't have it anymore. So now they're trying to create the structure of setting up their desk, setting up their files. Are they going to use a paper calendar or an electronic calendar? How do they block their time? You know, there's, you know, that whole concept of multitasking. It really isn't as effective as people like to think it is. So then people have to learn, okay, I need to block my time and sit down and actually do all my follow-up calls or sit down and actually do all of my invoicing and things of that nature. So it's a lot of just talking them through and helping them figure out where the holes are, where they can be more efficient with their time and set up the system so that they can sit down and get to work instead of sit down and trying to spend 30 minutes figuring out how they're going to get to work because they can't find anything that they need. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how much of a time saver being organized can be. And I know even to me, I, I like I said, I'm fairly type A, but there are times when I want to just wing it a little bit because I feel like I just got to get stuff done and I want to dig in and get to it. And yet 
that tiny little bit of time that it takes to stay organized or to make sure that I, you know, put the file in the right place or what have you, <laughs> inevitably that always yeah. saves me a ton of time trying to hunt things down and figure things out down the road. Let's drill down into that a little bit more though. When you're working with new business owners, so if I'm somebody who's just getting up and running, maybe I'm that person who not only needs to uh, organize my dining room into a temporary office, but then I also need to get things moving with the business. Are there any common things that you see that, you know, a majority of the time when you're working with somebody in that position that's getting up and going that they almost always need help with? Something that we could leave people as a little bit of a tip to say, you know, here's one of the first things I'm going to look for when I come yeah. out to work with you. Set up the space where it's going to function best for you. And I'll see a lot of times where people will say, well, then when I want to sit down and work, I have to pull this file out of here, this over here, and this over here, and then put it on the TV cart so I can work. If you're working from home because you just started a business or you are able to office from home, you need to pick a space and make it a designated work area. And I see a lot of people who try not to do that because it doesn't look well or they just feel they don't have it. You need to carve that space out. Because the time that it takes to take stuff down, put it back up, you're, one, you're losing time and it's very valuable. And two, you're taking extra chances to lose something. Even if it's like an important piece of paper that has your next best client on it and now you can't find it for a week and you forgot to follow up. And you just lost a sale. That is great advice. I will say um, I would second that wholeheartedly. Uh, the uh, dedicated workspace. Now, you know, my wife and I both work from home and have for many years. So we have our own offices and not everybody's going to have that, that situation necessarily, but the elimination to me, the organization largely comes down to elimination of distractions, things that are going to pull mm -hmm. at your attention. As you were saying to take that, put you into this multitasking mindset that really isn't nearly as productive. Yeah. What are some of the more, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and another thing that I see a lot of people run into, and when you said distractions, this reminded me of that. You have to set office hours and keep them. Now, granted, there is flexibility. If you are a stay-at-home parent and you now you have the luxury to take your child to school and pick your child up, that's fantastic. It's part of why you do what you do. But... When you get home from, you know, taking your child to school and dropping them off and you have four hours in between of hardcore work time before you have to pick them up or whatever the case may be, like that needs to be work time, not do the laundry time. It's not, you know, watch TV time or run the dishwasher time or, oh, my friend just stopped by for a quick coffee. I'm going to chat with them time. Like you need to set that time out and keep that appointment with yourself, just like it would be if that was an appointment with another client. And sometimes you have to have conversations with your family, say, hey, these are the parameters. And I, while you think I don't have a real job because I'm working out of my house, I really do. And these are just the hours that I have to keep. And some people have a tough time having those conversations. But that's just as important in any, I mean, that's, that's organizing to me is keeping track of your time. Even it doesn't have to just do a thing. 
That's a great point. And that's, it's not just about organizing your space and organizing your business, but it's also being organized with your time. Um, makes total sense to me because I live and die by my calendar. If something's not on the calendar, it's not going to happen. It's as simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> yeah. Really, it is that way. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell people, I'll stop in when I'm in the area. And it's like, okay, no, I just need to put this on my calendar and then I'll make sure I stop in because I'll exactly. be in the area. Exactly. So yeah. going back to the business side of things, when people are getting up and running, and we're kind of making this almost into a home-based business conversation a little bit, but we have a lot of those folks out there in Frisco. So hopefully they're getting, mm-hmm. getting some good uh, insights. It's also easy to get isolated very easily. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for me, getting out of my space once in a while is is one of the easiest ways to respark creativity, um, to help me accomplish things that sometimes I get a little stuck on if I'm just inside of the same four walls. How does that play into the type of services that you're providing with helping people stay organized, but also, you know, staying organized is also about staying on track, but there's more to that than just putting the files in the right folder. Right. And that's a very good point. I see a lot of people who they start working and they work from home and you have to get out and you have to meet other people and do some networking. And maybe not only, I look at networking as multiple purposes. One, you need to meet other people to help grow your own business. But two, you need to meet other people who can help mentor you and who are going through the same thing that you're going and who can bounce ideas off of you and kind of be your your business cheerleaders. There's so many great organizations out there. And then you'll also pick up some tips from other people. I'm like, oh, you know what? That's a great idea. That would work in my business. Or, you know, just getting the resources that you need for your own clients if they ask you, do you know anyone that does this? Like, you want to be that go-to person for them. So. Okay, so it's we're kind of taking that whole organizational mindset though now and, and expanding that out into into our networking, into the other things we're doing, into being prepared for those opportunities and those yes. conversations. It's having your 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 thirty second pitch, if you will. So when somebody asks you what you do, you actually yes. have something eloquent to say <laughs> rather than stumbling through it as I so often yes. have. <laughs> yeah, and keep your business cards in your car, not at home on your desk. Because when you run out, you're not going to need them. I mean, you're not going to have them. You need them in your car. Yeah, I have business cards in about five different places. So no matter where I go, they're always with me. Now, inevitably, I still walk into a meeting here or there and I don't have them. You know, if if Wendy and I go someplace together and she drove and I'm like, oh, crap, didn't bring my car. (laughs) It happens. It happens. Yes, it does. It does. the, The last question I have for you is, actually, I have two more questions. One is... Once somebody has gotten a little bit more organized, you've come, met with them, helped them sort through whatever it is that they needed help with. Is there anything you do to help them stay on track or to to take those new um, organizational techniques and to build habits out of those, right? So that so that you don't come back yeah. and visit with them a month later and find that they're just completely, you know, in, in a total state of total chaos again. When I talk to people and I help them find the organization that will best work for them, I'm talking them through 
how it looks, how it's going to feel. Is it something that they're going to maintain? Because how I maintain my office and how you maintain your office, we're probably completely different. Someone who has an industry that's paper filled versus someone who doesn't, they're going to organize completely different. So I, my goal is while I'm working with someone is to give them the tools and some guidelines that they need to stay organized. Like if someone is in a paper industry and they need to file on a regular basis, but honestly, who really loves filing? I tell them, it's okay. You don't need to file every day. You don't even need to file once a week, but you need to give yourself a parameter. So pick a very small, you know, a very shallow paper box. And once that's full, you need to stop and file. But at least, you know, if you put a piece of paper in there that hasn't been filed yet, you can find it if you need to find it. So a lot of setting things up, telling people you need to add in your calendar to go through your inbox once a month or, you know, whatever it is that gets cluttered for them, telling them to actually schedule it in their calendar every so many weeks that they need to take care of that because you know it's going to build up. It's not going to go away. But what happens is when it goes too far, then it gets too overwhelming and then it's easier to find something else to do. Yeah, just, just avoid it completely. I understand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just shut the door on that one. It doesn't exist. And I think a lot of times people forget that. They don't, they don't schedule themselves enough time to stay organized. Okay, if that's that very good. No, no, it makes total sense, and I'm sure that'll be very helpful for a lot of people. Okay, last but not least... Um, I, I know I don't want to get into pricing specifically because I know that's going to be a variable depending on the situation and the type of client and those things change over time. But for people who are, are open and, and, and thinking, okay, I could really use somebody like Nicole to come help me out. Yeah. Uh, is it is it an hourly thing? Is it a project type basis? How do they um, how do they pay you? And what are they kind of going to expect to get out of that? So I charge hourly and I have a consultation rate and I have a work rate. So the way I consult with people, someone might call me up and say, Nicole, I, I cannot get a handle on, it's back to school. So I cannot get a handle on my kid's zone area, getting them out the door and in the door from school. I need some help. So I'll go over there and I'll meet with them at their house and we'll talk through everything and by the time we're done with our consultation, it takes about an it takes like an hour. If they want to do the organizing themselves, they'll know exactly what they need to do, the steps that they need to do it in, and if they need to buy anything, some good ideas of where to buy what they need within that hour. And they can completely do it themselves. And if that's, you know, if they have the time, they have the energy, like, you know, they're that type of person that wants to do it, then that's fantastic. At least they have their solution and they're going to take care of it. And then for those people who don't, then we'll set up, you know, follow-up time for me to come back and do the work for them. But the consultation is 50 an hour and then my work uh, rate is 60 an hour. Okay. Let's and very... I don't, I, I, yeah. And I don't um, require minimums. When I first started, it was a lot of like, okay, what am I going to charge an hour? Am I going to make a, you have to buy four hours up front with me or I'm not going to work with you. And there was a lot of like learning how I was going to run my business. Cause I, you know, I didn't purchase a franchise. I was 
okay, I'm going to build this baby and going to learn as we go. And um, so I don't require minimums. Like if someone can only carve out two hours of time because, you know, they have a life, then, you know, I'll work with someone for two hours. It's fine. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother me. And that's good to know. And I'm sure that will will help a lot of folks that maybe want to explore the idea. They may or may not be ready to fully commit. So you, you've got some good flexible options there. That's really good to know. Thank you for sharing that with us. So last but not least, this is the most important thing. For anybody that's listened to this podcast, they want to get in touch with you. They want to learn more about decluttered spaces. Where do they go? How do they find you? How do they get in touch? Declutteredspaces.com is my web address. And then I have a phone number. It's 469-269-5311. And that's also on my website. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. And are you on social? Do you do like Facebook or Twitter or any of that fun stuff? I do have Facebook and it's decluttered. It's decluttered spaces is my Facebook. All right. Well, so. we'll make sure we link up all of that stuff. Uh, you guys, I've had multiple conversations with Nicole. She's awesome. Sit down. Not only will you learn stuff and get organized, she's just a, a good spirit and a ton of fun. So I hope uh, oh. I hope a whole bunch of people start picking up the phone and calling you to come out and help them out. Thank you. All right. And thank you guys for tuning into the Frisco podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.